0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very exciting interview today with the very famous Dr. Akhil Balaniswamy, who has written the new book, The Tiger Protocol. Dr. Akhil, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me, Rina.
0: It is our honor and pleasure. You know, this is our, I think, our third interview with you. So uh, you are a super prolific uh, writer, and it was lovely to actually host you in person uh, the last time, which was October. So it's been yeah. a while. Let's yes. start with first of all, how excited I am that someone has of your caliber and your background. You're a Harvard, and uh, you know, graduate uh, physician, MD, mm-hmm. and you've written a book on autoimmune because I believe that the the epidemic we have at this point is autoimmune. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So why yeah, you hey, write hey. the book? Have have you had success reversing and you wanted to share that with the world hopefully
1: Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, over the past uh, 20 years, I've worked with thousands of uh, patients who've had autoimmune disease and helped them to uh, improve their symptoms, You know, feel better, reduce their medications, and uh, in some cases, reverse the disease. And so I really wanted to share that uh, because you're totally right. There is an ep- epidemic of autoimmune disease. The rates are really skyrocketing many of them have risen like 500% just in the past uh, few decades, which is, is pretty shocking.
0: What is included in autoimmune? Because I know that for the yes. common person, mm-hmm. they get very surprised when I say, well, diabetes is sort of an autoimmune and, and they think autoimmune are these unpronounceable right. diseases, but but really that's not true. So Talk to us about what is an autoimmune disease and what are some of the names so people can relate with what that is?
1: Oh, yes. Um, So an autoimmune disease is where the immune system, which is supposed to defend your body against disease or infections, actually turns on itself. And then the immune system starts attacking different parts of your body and causing inflammation. And that is what leads to an autoimmune disease. So there are actually over a hundred different autoimmune diseases, but they all share the same five root causes that I cover. And um, some of the common autoimmune diseases are, uh, there's uh, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, multiple sclerosis, and uh, diabetes, type one diabetes, like you mentioned, is um, autoimmune. Um, And then there's also ulcerative colitis, um, skin conditions like eczema and psoriasis. Um, So those are some of the most common ones.
0: And I can tell you that both in my meditation group, as well as my detox program, I would say close to 70% have one or more of those either with themselves or in their immediate family. We know that children are really struggling these days. I cannot tell you how yes. many teens that I know who have been diagnosed with Crohn's or colitis. Yes. Yep. And, you know, you talk about in your book that there's a two-phase protocol to address toxins, mm-hmm. heal infections, improve gut health, eat right. Well, gosh, that could be a book by itself, Dr. Akil. Right. Of course. And Because yes. none of us eats right. Um, And consciously rest and rebalance. And I really love the fact that it wasn't just the hard stuff, like let's kill the parasites. It was Mm -hmm. also the soft stuff, like you need to rest. Yes. Um, The body, you know, we're not superhuman and we're certainly Mm -hmm. not robots, not yet. Mm -hmm. And so the rest mechanism is really critical. Um, As you mentioned in your book, it's a Mm -hmm. five-step program. Yes. Could you walk us through, please, what are these five steps and we can dive deeper into it.
1: Oh, sure. Um, So at a high level, yeah, the TIGER protocol is an acronym. And each of the letters is one of the five big root causes for autoimmune disease, because it's not caused by just one factor. So we have to take a holistic approach addressing all of these five factors. The T is for toxins, um, which includes uh, environmental toxins, pollutants, uh, mold, a wide variety of things we're all exposed to. And then the I is infections, which could be gut infections. It could be viruses, bacteria, parasites, um, those type of things. And then the G is the gut component. So healing the gut is really fundamental because 70% of the immune system is in the gut and it's uh, crucial for autoimmune disease to heal your gut. And then E is for eating right. And um, so that's a a whole section, a big section of the book on diet. And I include like 30 of my own recipes that we we cook a lot at home in the book. So food is a big part of the, the protocol. And then the R is rest, because we know that stress is really a huge driver for both autoimmune disease onset and also uh, exacerbations of autoimmune disease.
0: Absolutely. And how I'd love to dive into each just for a couple of minutes. Sure. But just out of curiosity, how on an average quickly have you been able to help your patients um, either reverse or successfully control? let's say, colitis and Crohn's mm-hmm. with your protocol. Yeah,
1: yeah I always um, tell people it's a minimum of six months uh, working uh, together because we're not using medications that have uh, immediate results. You know, we're using diet and herbs and lifestyle. So things that work more slowly. So over the course of that, uh, you know, four to six month time frame, that's when um, people really see the results.
0: Oh, I think, you know, that's, that's remarkable. I mean, when I reversed my undiagnosable, mm-hmm. idiopathic, you know, 36 symptoms, no idea mm-hmm. what's wrong with her mm-hmm. illness, Yes, it took me a total of 18 months,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but a hundred percent reversal of every symptom. So as I right. tell people, you know, we're so, I think, spoiled with, I take yes. an aspirin and my headache's gone and I want the same exact thing, doctor, with my multiple mm-hmm. sclerosis, give me a pill. Right. Reverse. And that's, that's not the case. It's, you know, it took a while to get here. So I think the fact mm-hmm. that you can reverse in six months is, is remarkable. What, what is the easiest autoimmune to reverse? And what have you actually had a harder time with?
1: Oh, um, yeah, so in terms of the different autoimmune conditions, um, you know, all of them respond in, in, to this um, approach to varying degrees, but um, the common ones like rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and multiple sclerosis, um, and um, also Crohn's disease, uh, GI uh, autoimmune disease, they all tend to respond um, really well. I think some of the more challenging autoimmune diseases, fortunately are more rare. Um, so one example is um, dermatomyositis, which is a rare skin autoimmune disease that has been quite challenging to uh, you know, treat. And then um, autoimmune hepatitis, where the liver is attacked, that's also a difficult uh, condition.
0: Mm, got it. All right, let's dive right into each of your protocols. So let's start with toxins. How do you help Um, Step one, identify which toxins a patient might have. And then what is your typical typical high-level recommendation around removing toxins?
1: Yeah. So I think with toxins, um, in the book, I reviewed the research on about 20 different toxins that have each individually been linked to autoimmunity. And the research shows that most of us have like uh, hundreds of these toxins, unfortunately, just because of the, the way the environment is. But I don't want to overwhelm or alarm people. Uh, so my goal is to just you don't have to live in like a toxin free environment. That's not possible. The goal is just to reduce the levels of exposure to toxins and um, and, and then to upregulate or boost your detox capacity because your body does have a s- systems to clear toxins. So as long as you're doing that, then that will go a long way towards uh, addressing that factor.
0: How worried are you about the glyphosate? And is there a specific protocol that you have for removing glyphosate from the body?
1: Yeah, glyphosate is interesting because it's very controversial. Um, You know, some conventional people say that it's safe and uh, not really an issue. There's two problems with glyphosate when it comes to autoimmune disease. One is it impairs your liver detox enzymes. And those are key for the detox component because toxins drive autoimmune disease. And second, the microbiome. So glyphosate was first marketed as an antibiotic, um, and uh, it you know harms some of the the good bacteria, and that's problematic as well for um, immune health. So I think um, you know eating organic is a great way to reduce your exposure, and then some of the um, components of the protocol do help with glyphosate and other pesticides.
0: Got it. Which is your number one toxin that you worry about or that you see Um, in everyone?
1: I think it would be heavy metals.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: They're just so omnipresent, you know, these days.
0: Starting, it started with all those fillings, right? Yeah. Mercury,
1: lead, uh, cadmium. Those are like probably the three biggest ones. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. So that's toxins. What about infections? Um, How do you catch an infection and talk a little bit about, please, how do you help resolve these infections?
1: Yeah. So with infections, my strategy is um, let's make your body inhospitable to infections by changing the ter- what's called the terrain. So if we can change the environment of your body, that will make it much less likely to have infections and also easier for your immune system to attack them. So I think in Western medicine, we have a focus on the bug, you know, finding the right drug, finding the exact bug and then killing it whereas in ayurveda and more integrated medicine we focus on the environment you know what is predisposing to allow these infections to take hold and then you can tackle multiple infections at the same time because you're making your body uh, inhospitable to them so that's my my approach
0: and how do you make your body inhospitable in- what is it that we're doing so, that attracts all these infections
1: so um, many factors uh, but you know the first factor is We know toxins uh, can actually suppress your immune system and make you more prone to infections. So clearing the toxins with the detox actually will boost your immunity. Um, So that is something that that's why that's first in the protocol. So we can really boost your immunity that way. And then uh, another thing I focus a lot is uh, uh, optimizing your pH in your uh, intestine. So we know that pH, which refers to like acid alkaline balance. So within the intestine, that is like the biggest factor that determines the health of your good bacteria and if your pH is out of balance, then um, you're much more prone to like candida to bacterial overgrowth. So I teach people how to use diet and you know supplements to work on their pH because that's really key.
0: Mm, very interesting. Yeah. All right, the third is gut health. See, it's all linked, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. so when yes. you, how do you help with gut health? Yeah.
1: So with the gut um, health. In autoimmunity, there's three main issues that are usually found. The first is a reduction in diversity of the microbiome. So that's seen in all our modern chronic diseases, and autoimmune disease is no exception. Um, Second is something called dysbiosis, which is basically when you have a decline in beneficial bacteria and then a rise in the pathogens or overgrowth. So it's a pretty major imbalance that is seen in many autoimmune diseases. And then the third is something called increased intestinal permeability. That's commonly known as leaky gut uh, syndrome. Now there's hundreds of papers on this, um, reviewing how you know all of these three factors are present in autoimmunity. So the solutions then are to try to reverse the dysbiosis, boost your good bacteria increase the diversity of your microbiome and heal the leaky gut. So those are the key things we need to do for gut health.
0: Any specific tips on leaky gut? What can someone listening to this interview do? Because I think everyone has leaky gut at this point. Right, yeah,
1: so a big focus of my book is what are called prebiotic foods. Um, So I'll give you some examples, but a prebiotic food is something that has unique uh, compounds that feed the good bacteria. That's different from a probiotic, like a um, fermented food, which actually has the bacteria. So fermented foods, I feel are you know very helpful. I definitely recommend them as part of the protocol, but I feel like we've underemphasized the prebiotic foods. Um, so these are things like um, polyphenols. Um, so for example, green tea is excellent as a prebiotic for both the gut microbiome and the oral microbiome in the mouth, which is uh, important. Um, so polyphenols is a big category. Um, in my book, I go through like all the major prebiotic foods and what the prebiotics are. So there's, res- yeah, so there's resistant starch, there's uh, inulin, there's the um, arabinoxylans. there's the polyphenols, um, and then m- many others. So um, I especially like to recommend mushrooms, because uh, they have unique prebiotics that are very good. And then they have beta glucans, which Uh, boost your immune system especially the asian mushrooms like shiitake and maitake so that is also mentioned in the protocol
0: jerusalem artichokes that's the one Uh, yeah
1: that's a a great one yeah great source of the the
0: one that i remember as being the prebiotic i need to get more jerusalem artichokes
1: yes even even regular artichokes are, are high in inulin too so
0: yes yes um so that's gut health fiber. I think is really important as well. I think we're all fiber deprived as well. Yes. Um, so learn to eat right. Yeah. How about giving us a quick 411 on what exactly does it mean to eat right? What should a normal? Yep. Let's start with you, Dr. Akil. What is your daily diet?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I think, you know, for autoimmune patients, uh, there's two phases. The first phase is more of an elimination diet. And then the second phase is the reintroductions, because I think long term, you don't want to be too restrictive with the diet, you know, that's needed in the short term. But in the long term, we want to really boost the diversity of the uh, especially the plant foods. And so my whole approach and my diet is uh, what I call the paleo Vedic diet, which was my first book. Mm -hmm. And in that, you know, I talk about paleo as a plant-based diet. So that's really how our ancestors evolved and uh, eating mostly, you know, roots and tubers and um, uh, berries, leaves, you know, so those uh, foods are the foundation of my diet. So having those um, healthy you know, grains, healthy legumes and beans, uh, plenty of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and those uh, tubers. So having all those plant foods, and then incorporating some animal protein, if you like, especially fish, you know, extremely healthy, um, is uh, can be beneficial as well.
0: Okay. And so what is what is Dr. Akili? Give us a quick rundown. Like, What time do you eat? What do you eat? Oh, sure. Yes. So
1: for Uh, breakfast, I'm a big fan of um, eggs. So I often have eggs with uh, oatmeal. Uh, Also, you know, a big fan of that. So that's like my typical breakfast. And then um, lunch is usually just like a big salad with uh, either I love salmon or sardines. You know, I use the the canned sardines uh, quite often. Um, and then for dinner, it's whatever we're making at home because, you know, with the family, we always want to eat together every day. So, uh, that usually is some type of like vegetable dish and then a protein source, either, either beans or, um, meat, and then some type of healthy carb. I love quinoa. So I eat a lot of quinoa. Mm. Um, you know, we also, we generally avoid gluten in the house, but uh, mostly we're doing gluten-free grains like rice and quinoa.
0: And that was my question. What uh, my next question? What are your thoughts on, you know, the big six, which was gluten, dairy, corn, soy, alcohol, caffeine, which is what I was told, and I yes. didn't have any of that for eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a similar list, uh, a no-no list?
1: Yes, and that is part of the phase one diet, which is the elimination diet. And uh, yeah, I emphasize um, gluten, dairy, and sugar. Those are the biggest three. And Mm. uh, because those are what have been shown in research, like most autoimmune patients have food sensitivities. Um, And so yeah, in the elimination diet, also alcohol is um, eliminated to start out with. Um, And then, you know, I recommend people do it for at least like 60 days, and then gradually reintroduce foods. And I walk people through how to do those reintroductions, because that can be quite challenging if you don't have guidance.
0: Oh, absolutely. And then your last of the tiger protocol, which is consciously rest and rebalance. What specific rest and rebalance modalities are you a fan of?
1: Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of meditation. You know, we know there's a lot of research now on how meditation changes both the structure and the function of the brain. You know, it uh, literally makes your hippocampus bigger, which helps you control um, stress. And then it makes your frontal cortex grow. So you have more creativity, it improves your concentration, and it changes your brain waves to gamma waves, which are more, um, you know, uh, beneficial. So there's so much research on the benefits of meditation. So that's um, kind of my go to technique. Um, But I I give people options, because that doesn't appeal to everyone, you know, some people don't connect with meditation. So in those cases, you can explore other things like uh, yoga or Tai Chi. Uh, For some people, prayer can be, you know, very meditative. Um, guided imagery, other relaxation techniques, um, f- of course, physical activity and exercise. So, I think um, incorporating some of those practices and also practicing gratitude is uh, is very powerful.
0: That is true. How about sleep? Is there something specific yes. that you do to support sleep? Because I know we have also a sleep crisis.
1: Yes yes um yeah in fact um sleep is actually a really big um driver of immune health And so sleep deprivation, we know, um, suppresses your insulin resistance and also promotes weight gain and, you know, host of other issues. So I do um, teach people about, you know, sleep hygiene, how to keep your room dark and cool and make sure you're not exposed to screens too much at nighttime. And then uh, one tip about that is that, Um, Early morning sun exposure, like in the first hour or two of waking, is very good for improving your circadian rhythm and actually will trigger the release of melatonin about 12 to 14 hours later at night. So getting daylight uh, sun exposure can actually help your sleep at night.
0: Absolutely. I think that for me as well has been one of the greatest insights. Yes. Is, you know, getting outside, I think Andrew Huberman, Dr. Dr. Right. Huberman Lab, has done yes. a ton of research into yes. sun gazing in the morning to just right. get, get your body reset. Because in some sense, yes. autoimmune is a body out of balance. Exactly. Yeah. And, so, and, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we are out of balance because our faces are stuck in these phones with light. Yes. And so, of course, and then we've got 5G rays all around us. I know we just have you for a couple more minutes. What are the supplements that you're a fan of? Could you share a couple of supplements that you think? Oh, absolutely. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Um, So a couple that I really like in the protocol, one is curcumin. um, So the extract of turmeric. So the great thing is it's anti-inflammatory, but it's also really good antimicrobial. So most people don't know that, but curcumin is very good at getting rid of like viruses, bad bacteria, parasites. And so there's all kinds of benefits for um, autoimmunity. And then um, second is a um, antioxidant called glutathione. So Glutathione is something that helps your liver to detoxify, and it's the most important antioxidant. And uh, research shows autoimmune disease patients are generally very low in antioxidants. So, getting the glutathione um, to help with the, you know, with the detox um, is uh, is really key. So, those are a couple of the um, supplements, but there's, you know, many others. I'm a big fan of spices, so I talk a lot about how, you know, use the Ayurvedic science of spices to help with um, getting rid of infections, helping your digestion, uh, using the anti-inflammatory effects of spices. So um, I talk about several that are less common, like black cumin and ajwine. And uh, of course, cinnamon as well is very powerful.
0: Mm. Wow. What an incredible book. You are just a powerhouse of answers to so many questions that I think people have these days around their health, around their family health, not just yes. themselves. And, you know, we also appreciate you having created uh, this incredible protocol that anyone can access and reach you. Dr. Akil. how can people reach you?
1: Um, yeah so the best way is um through my website which is uh, drakil.com spelled out so that's d o c t o r a k i l dot com and uh, so on my website they can um, pre-order the book um, and also um, i have various online courses where they can learn with me and connect with me through my social media as well
0: fantastic really want to take moment to thank you so much, Dr. Akhil, for taking time out of your very busy schedule and tour to come chat with us. Wishing you um, amazing luck for as you continue to heal patients everywhere. And for the rest of you, please go check out the website buy the book. It's it's definitely going to help you with the autoimmune issues you're dealing with. So with that said, thank you so much. Thank you.